On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com, Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Newman Wrestling has returned to the mat in a big way, picking up three dual victories on Sunday at William Jewell, knocking off the hosts, Maryville and Drury. Now a bye week and the Midwest duels await the Jets. The Navy and Red heading to Kearney, Nebraska for the MIAA opener on Saturday, January 22nd face one of the more storied wrestling programs in the conference, the Nebraska Carney Lopers. We welcome you back into the JetCast. This is episode number 55 as we get back onto the mat with wrestling, and we welcome in the head wrestling coach, Ryan Smith. Coach, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Blake. Well, Christmas break, obviously, uh, comes at an interesting time for any team. You guys had come off of a loss. You came back, had one of your best performances of the season. How was the Christmas break for you, and how did it treat the Jets? Yeah, break was good. I think everyone was ready for it after we got back from a tough Midwest Classic. Um, so it's just it just worked out in our favor for sure. Well, you guys definitely took advantage of it. Three wins. And you normally will go to a duel and you'll wrestle just one team a, a lot of times in the MIAA. This year it's been a little bit different. And uh, we're going to have Cameron Frame, who's just walking in the door, by the way. You can go ahead and have a seat over there, sir. He'll be joining us next. He had a great weekend, by the way. We'll also talk basketball with Ian Lee coming up on this edition of the JetCast. How exactly was it set up? Because you, you guys wrestled three different teams, and you, you did them all at, at one event in one place. So how, what was the setup like for that event? Well, it was basically we weighed in at 9 o'clock. We had our first duel at 10, and then we just wrestled them sequence after that. So 10, 11, 30, and 1 o'clock, I guess it was. Well, so. and – Three wins, I have to imagine, probably pretty happy with the performance. Yeah, we had a we had a good day. Um, several guys had a good day. You know, we started the first duel off against Drury, and I think our 25-pounder took a kind of a bad lat loss. I'd like to have that one back, but um, we were open at 33, and then we lost to 41. I was like, what kind of day is this going to be? And, um, you know, Garrett Lane got us started in a big way with a, with a pin there at 49. Jace followed him, and then, of course, Cameron, and I think we won that duel out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then we kept rolling. Um, it was a fun day. You, you, is there, in a sport like wrestling, it's so individual, but you guys, it's operated in a team concept. When you start a match and you don't start well, is there momentum for the other team? How does momentum carry over from weight class to weight class? Oh, it's huge. I mean, we, we talk a lot about it. You know, feed the guys when they're out there. You know, you want your bench talking it up. You don't get a whole lot of that in a tournament, Phil, because guys are wrestling all over the place, maybe two different gyms. Sure. Um, but you definitely get that in a, in a dual meet format, and it's, it's a big thing. So in that 
kind of a format, given the poor start that you had, how big was it to get those early wins, to get Cameron? Uh, I believe he had a pin in that first sure. match of, of that. How yeah. big was it to get those two back-to-back wins to start to get the momentum back on your side? Oh, it, it was huge. I think we, I think, you know, 49's pin. Jace got a pin at 57. Cameron followed that with a pin. And, you know, we were, we had zero points and all of a sudden we had 18. We're back in it and we're rolling. So, yeah, that momentum's huge for, for any sport, and it's no different in wrestling. So Cameron Frame obviously going to be coming up next, two-time national event qualifier for wrestling, went 2-0 on the weekend, did not wrestle in the middle duel, but fall and a tech fall, he absolutely blew the guy off the mat. I think it was 17 to nothing. he won that last one. So talk about the leadership he provided, turning things around early, and then obviously putting the hammer down late. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, Cameron's the type of guy. He's going to go out there and do his job. I'm going to correct you on one thing. Three-time national qualifier, two-time All-American. Um, just want to make sure you hold you true. Blake. <laughs> you should. Um, you you got to watch me, Coach. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, we got, we got Cameron doing his job. I don't think he, you know, he's undefeated on the year. Um, you know, didn't get as far as in, tur- in the tournament at Midwest Class. He kind of kind of set that out, got, got banged up a little bit, but... Um, you know, he's ready to go. Um, you know, this is his last stretch. So we're excited to, to see what he does. And, and we, have, we have all the faith in the world. He's going to go out there and do his job. And, um, you know, we got some other guys right there behind it. Well, um, I, I wanted to ask you about some of those yeah. guys. Who are some of the other ones at that event that maybe made strides who you felt like needed to get going after the Christmas break yeah, and, we, and perform? Yeah, we had four or five guys, I think, go 3-0, and oh, um, you know, last weekend. So, you know, Starting the list, Garrett Lang, he went 3-0 that day. He kind of had a poor performance at Midwest Classic, and I'm glad to see that turned around. Um, Jace Fisher coming off of a fantastic tournament at Midwest Classic as a true freshman, uh, finishing eighth at a tournament. You know, we call that our mini national tournament almost, and, and to go out there and fashion and get a couple big wins and, and get on the podium at that tournament, that's huge. Um, and then, of course, Cameron right there, J.D. Johnson, uh, and Ivan Belavich had a, had a good weekend as well. So, and then there was a couple other guys that went 2-1 and one on the day. Um, so, yeah, overall, just great team, team performance um, this last weekend at William Jewell, and, and we're excited to get it going. Um, you know, obviously, we've got a tough stretch ahead of us. You know, of we, we go to UNK next weekend, and that's always going to be a tough one. We'll follow that with, um, you know, Fort Hayes and Central Missouri here at home, and then we'll finish up at UCO. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, it's a, it's a tough little stretch, but we got there's a couple duels in there we should be able to, you know, be victorious on, and um, you know, we're we're just grinding every day and getting ready for postseason. You've got a bye week this week. When you're coming off of an event in which you guys wrestled so well, got so much momentum, is it good to have a week off from that, or do you wish you could just get right back out on the mat and and taste some more success? No, I mean, looking back, probably would like to be wrestling this weekend. Um, But the guy, I mean – Guys got to weigh in after after Christmas break, and it's good to have a little little breath, and we'll get back after it. So, what's the get... focus been like in the wrestling room after you come off of such a great performance like that? What's practice been like this week? Well, having this weekend off, we're able to we're able to relax a little bit. We spent yesterday doing some film work, um, and then today they're going to go in there, and it's going to be kind of individual. I mean, they're going to work on what they need to work on, and and then we'll get back to a normal practice, you know, later in the week, and and roll in, roll into next week. Very interesting. You talk. About about film because we talk to the basketball coaches all the time and and film is obviously a really really big important part of what they do to prepare week in and week out scouting their opponents I haven't heard it talked as much about 
in wrestling, which may just be my ignorance, how important is the film work? Do you guys do it collectively? Is it an individual thing? How do you guys use film to prep for your matches? Well, we do it both. I mean, there's some individual to it, but there's also a collective piece of it. Um, you know, we encourage the guys to, to get with another guy on the team. I mean, everyone, everyone gets the, all the film thrown out there, so they have full access to it. So it's, a lot of times it's up to them to, to, to get the most out of it. Um, but then there's other days where we sit in a classroom and we'll watch film for two hours. Midwest Duel is coming up on the 22nd, so a week from Saturday at Nebraska Kearney. What's the competition going to be like up there in Kearney, Nebraska? It'll be the exact same format as this last weekend at William Jewell. We'll, so we'll go out there, we'll wrestle Kearney, and we got two other matches. So Who are those schools that you'll have, uh, or, or have those been set yet? It's changed a couple different times. I think we'll wrestle Mines and then one other school. So It, it seems like, and I was going to ask you earlier, I skipped over a question about protocols. You know, in previous years, you can just kind of always count on when the schedule is set that this is kind of how it's going to be. I know wrestling's always been a little different with teams being added to events. You add teams to tournaments and duels all the time. Has that been even more of a factor this year, just a changing schedule with teams coming into protocol, going out of protocol? There's been a little bit of that going on. I mean, you know, it's not as bad as it was a year ago or two years sure. ago as far as the schedule changing, but you definitely don't know what you're going to get when you when you get there as far as, you know, you might – you're going there to wrestle ten guys and you might only get five matches in <laughs> or, um, you know, heck, we might be thinking we're taking ten and only take six, you know. Sure. Um, so it works both sides. One thing that you can count on when you are wrestling in the MIAA and Nebraska Kearney is some of the toughest top-tier competition in the entire country. I mean, we went down to Hamilton Fieldhouse to Central Oklahoma, and they just have the banners of wrestling just lined up there at Hamilton Fieldhouse. Talk to us about how difficult the MIAA is in wrestling, the strength of the programs, and obviously with a little extra emphasis on the low persons, that's who you're facing next. Sure. I mean, we, we're going we're gonna to prepare for them just like we do anybody else, and we're going to go out there and give them a fight. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. We, you know, we're, it's a privilege to, to wrestle in this conference, and, um, you know, it's a dogfight, and we're going to give them everything we got. Final question for you. What goals do you have for the duels? Is there a point total, a record? Is it an individual goal for each guy? What do you want to see out of this team that's going to give you even more momentum as you head in to the stretch of what you said, the teeth of that really, really difficult MIAA schedule? Just effort and attitude. I mean, there's not a specific goal set on the duel. It's just, you know, going with 100% effort, 100% attitude, and um, keep grinding, learning something from it, and taking it to the next match. Nobody quite like Coach Smith talking wrestling here on the Jetcast. Thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks. Appreciate it. We will be talking with a Wichita native out of Goddard High School, Cameron Frame. Last trip around the mat for the Jets. He joins us next. Let's face it. It's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash, in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. 
Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at SCSealing.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. Back to talking wrestling here on the JetCast, and we are joined by one of the leaders on this Jet team, his last season in the Navy in the Red, Cameron Frame from Wichita, Goddard High School Lion, with three national tournament appearances, a two-time All-American for the Jets. Cameron Frame, maybe probably your last appearance on the JetCast. Thanks so much for your time over these years, and, and obviously today, how are you? I'm doing great. I'll make an appearance after I win the national title. Though. Hey, we will make special room for you <laughs> once you hang a banner up there. We will make space on the JetCast for that, without a doubt. Wrestling at 165 pounds, 2 and oh at William Jewell in two duels on Sunday. How do you feel like you wrestled coming back out of the Christmas break? I think it was pretty great. Uh, obviously, we're always knocking off some rust and trying to fine-tune things as we lead up to the end of the season and regionals and nationals and obviously we're always trying to improve and get better our goal isn't to peak now it's to peak at the end of the season at nationals so that's what we're working towards and we're getting better every day wrestling to me feels so much more regimented than any other sport because you guys have to have so much not that there isn't discipline in all the other sports and you know triathlon's one that comes to mind but you guys always have to be watching those scales, watching the calories. And, you know, if, if your house is anything like my house at the holidays, that's not necessarily very easy to do. I'm glad I don't have to do it. What is the toughest thing when you have to take that break, you have dead week, when you're not allowed to be doing any kind of team activity? What's the most difficult thing about making sure that you're coming back and can perform the way that you did on Sunday? I think one of the main things is just making sure our guys stay active over that so-called break because there's no break really when it comes to wrestling sure it's a uh, I think any of the winter sports it, there's such a long season that uh with that whole breakup period it's it's really hard to judge on where you're at in the season and where to keep pushing so it, it's kind of weird we try to somewhat incorporate two peaks in our season somewhat um we like to do our best at midwest build back up towards regionals and nationals so do you, is there a cheat day in in that christmas holiday where you're like you know what today i just got to enjoy the turkey or the ham or or whatever it is or you know or, or do you stay just cold turkey and, and no cookies throughout any of the break oh i definitely enjoy too many sweets i'd say <laughs> um yeah at least i've uh i went up a couple weight classes over my time here at newman sure and thank god because wow <laughs> that would be a struggle being at 149 <laughs> well, still I, I I bet that it would. Has that changed the way that you wrestle at all when you're when you go up weight classes? I mean, obviously the scale is going to be the same because you're going to be face you're smaller, you'd be facing a smaller guy. You go up, you're bigger, maybe a little slower with the added musculature. You'll be facing a bigger, maybe slightly slower guy. Do you feel like the change in weight classes changed how you like to wrestle? Not a whole lot. Obviously, there's some adjust adjustments that need to be made, but we make those and. So far, they've panned out how we expected and how we wanted it to. Well, obviously, it certainly worked for you in your first match against Drury, a pin, and about the two-minute mark, how did that pin come about for you on the mat up there at William Jewell? Uh, it was kind of a crazy match. We got in a slight scramble, and I ended up coming out on top and getting to what I do best, working on top and getting my moves, and ended up getting the fall for the team. Well, How big was that? We talked with Coach uh, just before you came on about how the, the duel and the day – didn't start well for you guys had a couple of disappointing results in those early matches really kind of needed you and the guy before you the guy after you to start to turn things around for the navy and red in that direction how much 
does that change how you approach a match and how much pressure do you feel when you're out there knowing like, okay, I, I'm the guy, I'm the national qualifier, I'm the, the, the last year senior guy on this team. You know, I, I really need to be, be the one to set the tone here and change how this is going. I mean, I'd be lying if it said it didn't play any influence on how I feel or any effect on my emotions. But um, like it, at the end of the day, it is an individual sport, but obviously there's huge swings when it comes to stuff like that. Um, the team feels way more confident when they see guys going out there getting pins back to back to back and you just know it's my time to step up and my time to get a pin. And you certainly stepped up in a big way in your last match as well against Maryville. Technical fall, 17 to nothing. Um, you know, sometimes the the basketball teams get to play NAIA-level competitions, and I don't want to necessarily put the, your opponent into that category, but it had to feel about that good when you were, you know, 17-0 and kind of just dominating the mat. How does that feel? Yeah, it felt great. He's the guy I've wrestled multiple times over the years. And uh, some of the other matches didn't go as good as that one did. Um, they were a lot closer, maybe one to two points. And this time it was 17 points. So, yeah, it felt great to go out there and do that. <laughs> What's your confidence level coming uh, as you head into to, uh, MIAA play here uh, a week from Saturday, 22nd in Nebraska, Kearney? What's your confidence level like right now? I feel great. I'm ready to get some redemption. Um, there's tough opponents out there, and I'm ready to show what we've been working on and how much we've been trying to work towards these goals you mentioned the individual nature of the sport but we heard from coach we've heard from you in the past about how the team does feed off that emotion does feed off each other how do you feel like this team is coming together to make sure that they are peaking as a team as you head into february and march and and get set for those very important postseason matches i think we're doing very well at it obviously we have a pretty young team for the most part a bunch of our guys are freshmen or sophomores and they're they're still young they're getting that experience and it's definitely we're seeing huge leaps in these guys um especially someone like jace fisher he's very young maybe 18 or 19 and he's going out there whooping up on grown men so it's it's good to see now one thing one rule we have on the jetcast is when you show up you need to show up in newman licensed apparel nu jets gear the new stuff you'll notice that he is not and there's a good reason for that he just came from job you talked about your experience and the veteran nature that you have how have you learned to balance the work life the having an actual life sports the books and and take care of everything and and make sure that you know the classroom's taken care of obviously the financials getting taken care of and and certainly have to leave time for for wrestling as well uh it's tough obviously every college athlete knows how difficult that can be but um you have to find that work life and athletic balance i guess and we find a way to do it um we discuss with our coaches our best game plans how we figure this all out how we schedule everything and it's all about being disciplined you could be returning for another year because of the coronavirus year the extra eligibility wrestling is so unique from other sports in that there's such a physical toll and demand as we mentioned making weight the diet the cutting weight having to add weight at the last moment was there a moment coming into the season you thought maybe you would try this for one more year or were you very very content to say you know what i, I think it's time to to move on to something else oh, that's a very tough question i don't know exactly I mean, a good, how to question, answer that. good question to ask that. it is a great question um i've definitely battled injuries over these years some crazy ones and I'm not going to throw them out there right now, but yeah, uh, it's that, that's the main thing. It's just the injuries, dealing with all of that, and obviously we all want to live our lives and 
make money and do everything we can out in the world. That's very interesting you say that because, you know, obviously the implication being that if somebody knows an injury, they can take advantage of it. That's that's such a hockey mentality where they only list injuries, upper body and lower body. How prevalent is that among other wrestlers to, to have to maintain supreme secrecy when it comes to injuries? Oh, I don't think it's a huge deal. I mean, if someone asks me, I let them know. I'm just... It's no biggie. Hey, there's, but there's no reason to put it out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'm not scared of it. You've got uh, the rest of this season left. What are you going to be graduating in? What's the plan for uh, post-graduation life for, for Mr. Frame? Well, I'm actually still going to be a GA next year. I'm currently getting my MBA uh, with a concentration in business analytics here at Newman. That's very interesting you say that because I noticed several times this interview you've talked about the guys, your teammates saying, you know, we are improving. We're getting better. Uh, is coaching something you see maybe in your future, maybe not at the collegiate level, but high school, lower, you know, is that something you think you might like to explore in the future? Yeah, I think I definitely would. Uh, I love the sport of wrestling. It's taught me so many things and it's literally shaped my life and molded me into the man I am today. So I'd what, love to pass that on. What's the biggest influence that Coach Smith has had on the kind of potential coach that you think that you will be? What's the biggest influence he's had? And, and a warning again, Coach Smith is off camera in the room. So we'll, yeah, we'll so we got to take a glance at him. We, we, and be we nice. do. We absolutely do. I think he's just the biggest influence is him just showing us all how to be a great man, a great husband and a great coach. He bounces it all very well and shows us how we need to be a leader to everyone else. Now, he's still wearing the mask over there, but I think that he liked that answer. I think he's okay with that. Final question for you. Nebraska Kearney coming up on the 22nd. Uh, obviously, not every program has every weight class filled. Do you know the guy that you're scheduled to wrestle against Nebraska Kearney? Yeah, I know the guy. He's a he's a national champ in the past. I've wrestled him last year. It was a very close match, and it didn't go exactly my way, and that's why I mentioned earlier I'm ready to get some redemption. Okay. Well, final question for you. How do you get that redemption? What do you think is going to be the plan of attack to, to try to turn that around in your favor this time? The plan of attack is just go out there and do what I do best and just have fun with it. When I'm loose, when I'm having fun, I'm going out there, I'm scoring big, I'm getting these bonus points and doing what I need to do for the team. Former Goddard Lion Cameron Frame. Once again, the Jets return to action, a bye week, and then the 22nd of January head out for a very, very difficult event up at Nebraska Kearney. It's the MIAA opener for the Jets. Congratulations on your fantastic career. And uh, like you said, you are invited back. If you hang, hang another banner up there, if you get gymnasium for national championship, I guarantee space will be made on this program to have you back on. That's great to hear. I so, look forward to it. So, yeah, I look forward to it as well. So you're invited. We'll just plan on it later. Book it down there, Coach Ealing. We'll throw it in the calendar. Throw, we will throw that on the calendar for sure. Also throwing on the calendar next here in just a couple of seconds for you as you watch or listen, Ian Lee, a sophomore guard from Toronto, Canada, on the men's basketball team. The Jets came off their first victory of the year against MIAA competition. They've got a road trip coming up. We'll discuss it all with Ian Lee next on the JetCast. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Jet fans, there's a new way to stay connected with your team. Download the free Newman University Athletics app now. Sign up to be a fan, student, alumni, or booster club member and receive notifications on your mobile device on your favorite Jets teams. Schedules, live stats, live broadcasts, and more. The Newman University Athletics app is your digital ticket to NU Sports. Download the Newman University Athletics app for free today on Google Play or the App Store.
Wrapping up the JetCast Talking Men's Basketball with Ian Lee, second-year sophomore out of Toronto, Canada, 6-1, and the Jets looking to put some wins together here as they go on the road playing Lincoln and Central Missouri this week, Thursday and Saturday tip-offs. You can watch the games on the MIAA Network, themiaanetwork.com slash Newman. Ian, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for having me. Uh, how big was that game? Northeastern State, you guys had been close in several other opportunities to get that first MIAA win of the year. You guys put it together. Every time they had a run, it seemed like you guys were there with a run of your own. Mm-hmm. How big was that for you guys, just the psyche, the emotion of the program to, to take care of business and get that one done on Saturday? Uh, well, it was huge, really. It was, uh, it was a breath of fresh air. It was, you know, it's sort of something that can help you breathe because we're going through a lot of injuries. Some guys got COVID, all this stuff, a lot of adversity and, you know, a lot of close games where we would put together a good 20, 25 minutes, but not able to put together a full 40. So seeing it come to fruition, putting together a full 40, even with even being shorthanded, um, it's really good to see the guys out there working hard. What was the locker room like after the game? It was it was obviously we were all very happy, but it was more <laughs> more a little relieved. Sure, because um, it's uh, it's hard. It's hard to be motivated when you put so much hard work in and don't see results. So seeing your hard work um, be put into a positive result is a really good feeling, and it is something that we are using to move forward and to hopefully string along some more. You guys were stringing some shots together. You, he just came. If you're watching on YouTube or on the Facebook channel, he's <laughs> in the practice gear. He just got off the court from practice. You guys on both ends, I know you didn't see the other end, but you guys were stringing some shots together. When you get that win, you get that reward, like you mentioned, how does that affect focus at practice? Uh, in every way, it's, it's, uh, it's all about confidence. And it's, uh, you put together a win, it's a team effort. Um, your chemistry increases, your bond increases, your focus increases because, you know, if we realize when we work hard in practice and we do what we need to do, put together a full 40 minutes and see a positive result, then and when we come to practice, we're that much more locked in for next time. You guys have had some nice offensive performances individually. You've been a big part of that as well, 10-plus points in five of your last six, and you've had some very nice three-point shooting days, three three-pointers, in the last game, you went four for ten and lost down at Central Oklahoma. What's allowing you personally to have such an impact on the offense from a scoring perspective? Um, one thing is chemistry. Uh, we're sort of a new team, so so in January, February, where we want to sort of um, take off and be at our best, and also just playing free. Something Coach Allen said to us in the locker room before the game: just you know, playing three, play, playing with nothing to lose, just you know, playing to have fun, really, because that's what's uh, most important. Well, not only that, but you've been a big distributor of the basketball. You actually lead the team in assists. You've got one of the better assist-to-turnover ratios on the team, eight assists, three turnovers in the last two games. How do you balance when it's time to look for your shot, your points, but also still keep your other teammates involved? Because obviously Israel and Stevie have had Mm -hmm. some monster games for you this year too. Yeah, it's just um, knowing the flow of the game and uh, seeing a couple go through feels good, but then it opens up your game much more. And having threats like Israel Barnes and Stevie Strong out there is uh, is a really good thing to have. Obviously, <laughs> it is. where they can go and um, they can go and get make a shot. So. Yeah, I'm just trying to put my teammates in the best position to be the best that they can. You have come with an interesting road. You came from Howard, mm-hmm. so you're a Division One player, moved down, and you've kind of become a leader in a very short amount of time here, even though on the 
roster, you're listed as just a sophomore. You don't really carry yourself like you're a sophomore. You've been through the battles. You've been through the trials several times. What's that adjustment to being even more of a leader? Not that you weren't a leader last year, but Mm -hmm. even more of a leader this year been like for you? Um, We lost a couple of seniors um, last year, so it's sort of that it's more of a need this year. You know, whether I want to or not, (laughs) I do. I do need to step up and we got a lot of young guys, um, myself included. So yeah, um, it's been a hard adjustment. I'm learning every day. I'm learning like from guys like AJ Morris, who is a grad transfer, who's a phenomenal leader, and uh, one of the older guys. We call him OG for a reason, <laughs> right? So I'm learning from him every day, and hopefully I can just continue improving. You mentioned that you think it's been a hard transition. What do you think has been the most difficult part about it? Um, when when you're when you when you're put in a leadership role, um, you can't have no days off. So you have to set an example day in and day out. Because they're, they're looking at you, like Coach always says, guys like Stevie, freshmen are looking at the junior, seniors. So you can't take no days off. You have to set the example. And um, I, have to, I have to keep trying to do a better job of that. One thing that Coach Allen really talked about the need to improve on was defensively. Mm-hmm. Felt like you guys had not played to your potential, even with the injuries, through the first part of the MIAA season. Came back with a pretty strong performance. Riverhawks did get some runs, but you guys were able to nip a lot of those in the bud. You kept them shorter, didn't let them get out of hand, and held them to 66 points. It was the best defensive performance in terms of scoring defense that you guys have had in a while. Mm-hmm. What, in your mind, on the court made the defense feel so much better against Northeastern? Um, we talked about it in the locker room before the game. Um, we can't let our offense dictate our defense. So whether shots are falling or not, if shots aren't falling, it can't let um, it trickle into the defense. So we got to stay locked in on defense where the shots are falling. And if you are playing good defense, it could also help your offense. So, yeah. Final question for you. Lincoln, Central Missouri coming up. A couple of winnable games, but a couple of tough locales. Going to be one of your longest geographic road trips of the year outside of that season opening trip you took all the way up to Minnesota. How do you use this road trip? Obviously, you got one. You'd love to get two and three on this trip. How do you try to build off that momentum from last week and keep the positive vibes flowing and pick up a couple of wins in Jefferson City and Warrensburg this week? Uh, just to stay locked in day in and day out, um, going through practices this week, um, being even more focused because um, we need to string along some games in order to have a chance to um, be in contention. So just, yeah, staying in focus this week and uh, one game at a time, nothing to lose, playing free. MIAA Madden is still very much a possibility for these Jets. They are coming up with Lincoln and Central Missouri this week. It's a 7.30 tip-off, 5.30 doubleheader Thursday. 1 and 3 o'clock games for the men and the women against the Jennies and the Mules coming up on Saturday. No audio network coverage. Uh, you can watch the games on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network.com slash Newman. They're back at home if you want to come out and see Ian Lee and his Jet teammates or the women play. They'll be back in action the week after Thursday, Saturday, they've got Missouri Western and Northwest Missouri coming into town. Those are 5.30 and 7.30 doubleheaders on that Thursday. And, of course, 1.30, 3.30 as normal on Saturday. Come out and support the Jets. They would love to see you here at Fugate Gymnasium wearing your navy and red. We'll have those games for you. They will be on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Ian Lee, men's basketball, looking for wins two and three on the season in the MIAA. Thank you so much. Good Thank luck you. to you guys on the road. Thank you so much. That is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with even more Jet coverage. Going to head back to the lanes, talk bowling next week. So until then, Blake Cripps saying, go Jets.